Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, April the 23rd, 2022. It is currently 1.01 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live two stories above a street here in Abilene, Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't have a lot of time, and here's the reason I don't have a lot of time. Oh, well, I just ordered some fajitas, and they are on their way, and I'm going to be eating some fajitas while I probably watch, I don't know, some football or baseball or who knows what. Uh, I'm going to be doing that. So before I dig into my food, before it arrives, in fact, I was just getting ready to disconnect all of the podcasting equipment and walk back downstairs because we just finished, a, what, about an hour-long live broadcast? Just before I got ready to pack everything up and take it back downstairs, I saw the following headline. Are you ready? Thank you. So we we may just be able to just barely scratch the surface on this, and then maybe we'll have to come back to it later. But hey, you know, we can go live as many times a day as we need to. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. Here's the headline. I just saw this, and I'm still trying to process this um, because, well, you'll see why. Are, are you ready? Thinking caps on. Here we go. Most pastors believe all Christians should make disciples, but majority disagree. So it sounds like that most pastors, most pastors believe all Christians should make disciples, but majority disagree. So it sounds like the pastors believe that all Christians should be out there making disciples, but a majority of Christians disagree with the pastors. So there seems to be a disconnect. That, that, at least that's the way that I'm reading, because it wouldn't make any sense that, well, most pastors believe all Christians should make disciples, but majority disagree. It wouldn't be a majority of pastors disagreeing, because most pastors believe all Christians should be making disciples. So that wouldn't make that wouldn't make any sense at all. So the only way to read this headline is that most pastors believe all Christians should be making disciples, but the majority of Christians seem to disagree. Is there a disconnect within the body of Christ? Our pastors are there. Hey, you're supposed to be making disciples. And the people sitting in the pew are like, yeah, whatever. Not me. Not going to be engaged in that activity this week. Is there a disconnect? Let's see what the, what the article says. While a majority of pastors agree that every disciple of Jesus Christ is mandated in Scripture to go and make disciples as a part of the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19 through 20, most Christians believe this mandate only applies to some disciples, not all. A new study from Barna shows. Now, we've got a disconnect here if this is true. Now, whenever I see these studies, I always just take them, I take them as, I take them serious, but a little bit of skepticism because I'm, sometimes I don't know if a study is, you know, can dogmatically make you know, it makes a claim that I don't know if, if dogmatically, it, it can be dogmatically asserted is true, absolute. I think it, it, it indicates maybe there's something going on that we need to look into, but I don't want to just take one study and say, this is absolutely true dogmatically. In other words, I think it gives me a hint that maybe something is wrong and we have to look into it. So, so I want to ask you, do you think there is a disconnect that pastors, church leaders are like, okay, look, we're 
Our job is to train you, and then you're to go out and make disciples. But the people in the pew are like, I'm not going to make a disciple. I'm, I'm not even engaged in that activity, don't even care about that activity, and not convicted when you tell me that I must be engaged in said activity. And if that is true, what's, 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 what does that mean for the future of Christianity? If, if, if other Christians are not going out there making disciples and don't feel like they even need to. The study, and the study is, I guess, okay, the study is, this is the title of the study, right? The study, The Great Disconnect, Reclaiming the Heart of the Great Commission in Your Church. So they did a study called The Great Disconnect, Reclaiming the Heart of the Great Commission in Your Church, which was conducted in partnership with Mission, Mission India, highlights a yawning gap that's their words, a yawning gap between the way pastors and their congregants see missionary work. In other words, there's a drastic gap here. They call it a yawning gap, which is an interesting term because I kept going, oh yeah, whatever. I think pastors see like, hey guys, you're supposed to be out there making disciples and the people in the pew are like, "I'm, I'm not doing anything and they don't even care. To me, this highlights a bigger issue. Right now, I'm going to make some people mad, but I've always said that the Protestant Reformation, I'm not Catholic. I disagree with Catholic theology, but we have to sometimes look at our own issues. I think the Protestant Reformation, there were unintended consequences. And those unintended consequences, whether we like it or not, is that there's almost this mentality. Well, the church can't tell me what to do. The church has no power or authority. Now, now Christians always say, oh, no, 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 no. The church has power. The church has authority. And we're supposed to submit ourselves to the spiritual leaders. Everyone says that, but it's nothing more than just, it's, it's fake. Just, it's just it's just throwing a couple of words at it. it. It's just, I don't believe it in any way, shape, or form, because here's how much church, the, the, here's how much authority a church has. Here's how much authority a pastor has. The second someone disagrees, they walk out. They go find somewhere else. They leave. I mean, that's 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 the common. I mean, if if I wasn't true, there wouldn't be so many denominations, so many church splits. Fight, 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 fight. As soon as you disagree, then you're like, nope. I my interpretation of the Bible is different than my pastor's interpretation, and my interpretation is right, and he's wrong. There is a disconnect. And the disconnect is that many Christians today just feel like they can do whatever they want. And so if the pastor or the church is like, hey, guys, you're supposed to be out there making disciples, I think the, the situation today, there's not even a fight or an argument. Most Christians just yawn, whatever. You know, he, he gets paid to say that. Is there a disconnect here? Researchers behind the study utilize both quantitative and uh, qualitative and quantitative data in the report, including six fo- focus groups with U.S. Protestant pastors. These focus groups were 90-minute discussions conducted from November the 9th de- uh, to December the 15th, 2020 via Zoom. One quantitative study uh, to the report consisted of one online survey uh, of self-identified Christian adults conducted from June the 8th uh, uh, June the 8th through the 28th, 2021, while another survey, uh, another survey surveyed Protestant senior pastors between October the 12th through the 28th, 2021. Researchers found that while some 85% of pastors maintain that all Christians should make disciples in the world, now stop right here, how in the world is that not 100%? <laughs> is there some pastor out there? Nope. 
Nobody needs to make disciples. Like, wait, so the, <laughs> what in the world? Like, we can't even agree that the Bible tells us we're supposed to be making disciples. Yeah, I didn't even know there was disagreement on that, but you take it within the Christian world, we can't agree on anything. That is just absolutely, I, I'm just blown away here. So 85% of pastors maintain that all Christians should make disciples in the world. Only 53% of practicing Christians reported knowledge of the Great Commission. Wait, what? Only 53% of practicing Christians reported knowledge of the Great Commission. Are you telling me that only 53% of practicing Christians even know what the Great Commission is? How in the world could you have gone to church more than a month and never heard of the Great Commission? Wow, that... What is happening? Okay, some 51% of Christians also believe missions is a calling for some, while another 25% said it's not a mandate for all. So, so there's this gap here. So 51% of Christians believe missions is a calling for some. So 51%, there, I, I now see, I would have to see how the survey is structured. All right, 51%. Are they saying missions, are they, are they saying that 51% say that the Great Commission is only for some, but not all? And 25% say, hey, there's not even a mandate. So 51% seems to say, hey, that Great Commission to go and make disciples, that's not for everyone. So 51% of Christians, according to, don't believe the Great Commission is for everyone. Both leaders and churchgoers must unpack why this gap exists, researchers said. Pastors could, uh, could uh, lean in to better understand and shape how congregants interpret missions. Okay, I think that's important. Okay, yeah, now that's a good question. Are they, uh, are, they're, not, uh, they're not confusing making disciples with teaching, are they? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And I do agree. Not everyone should teach. That is true. So it says both leaders and churchgoers must unpack why this gap exists, researchers said. Pastors could lean in to better understand and shape how congregants interpret missions. Does their participation means donating money, praying, educating, evangelizing, relocating, or something else? Whether they see missions work as uh, an option or responsibility, pastors and Christians have varying views on what matters most in missions and what it should accomplish, researchers added. Some 88% of pastors, for example, noted it is more important that missions equip indigenous or local leaders to spread the gospel, while 46% of Christians say the same. So in other words, this seems to be indicating there's a massive disconnect between church uh, pastors and members, especially when it comes to the idea of the Great Commission, making disciples, and missions. There seems to be a, a disconnect, but it seems like a lot of Christians don't feel like that they have a responsibility or they're called to do so. So I, I, so the first question, now let's do this, all right? I'm just going to throw out a couple of things. This has to be short again because my fajitas are going to arrive and you have to eat them when they're hot. Correct. Okay. Everybody should say amen to that. All right. But I at least wanted to bring this to everyone's attention here. So here's my thinking. This once again, to me, I, I, what, I, what I always have a tendency to do when I read these things, I try to, I try to go, I try to see beyond the story and see the, the bigger 
story behind it. To me, the bigger story behind it is I think there's always a disconnect between the one behind the pulpit and the people sitting in the pew. I think there's always a disconnect. And I don't know, and it's very difficult to ever fix the disconnect because many people in the pew will just not be open and honest because I think in many cases it makes them look bad and they don't want to look bad. But in reality, everyone needs to be honest. There's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. Why We just did a report the other day about why is it that men don't want to go to church? Well, there's a disconnect because I think the person standing behind the pulpit may have one understanding of what the problem is, but many of the men in the church won't say. So then there's always like, a lot of times people in the pew will just not like, why don't you want to study your Bible? Why don't you want to read your Bible? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And and the pastor will say, hey, you should be. The people in the pew in many cases are just have already made up their mind. They're not. And instead of worrying about who should or who shouldn't, I, we need to know why there's such a different mindset with people sitting in the pew. I think that's the thing. The people in the pew, they're thinking, their their thoughts, their motivations, their desires, their thinking, in many cases, is so radically different from the one standing behind the pulpit. It's like completely two different worlds. And the, 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 the church members usually don't understand the pastor. And the pastor, in many cases, I don't think really understands the church member. And because I think so much of the relationship, I hate to say this, is made up of a facade of putting on our church mask. And nobody can be brutally honest. But there's a disconnect. I, 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 think, I think a lot of Christians have probably never even really been involved in discipleship making. I mean, who are you discipling? Just right now, if you're like, who are you discipling right now? Who are you discipling? Who are you helping? Who are you spiritually mentoring? Who are you helping grow spiritually? Now, you may not have an opportunity, but if you know any if you know any other Christian, how are you helping other Christians? Now, we're not even talking evangelism here. We're not even talking evangelism. I'm focusing on the fact that they talked about now unless they're saying make disciples is evangelism, right? So in other words, are they referencing we we'd have to even define our terminology. All right, you know what this gets into? Oh boy, this could get into a major theological issue. All right, just so that you know, within Christianity, there's a, divi- there's a divide here. There's a disagreement here. I know, shocking, right? There's a disagreement. And the disagreement goes like this. Every single Christian is a disciple. Others say, no, no, no. You can be a Christian. Discipleship is something other. And the reason some people push back on this is because if you go to the New Testament, Jesus is like, if you don't do this and you don't do this, you can't be my disciple. Well, then that would have to mean if you, can, if you don't do this and you don't do this, you can't be a Christian, which means your salvation is based off whether you do those things Jesus tells you to do. And if you don't do that, you're not a Christian, which then turns into a workspace system. So others are like, no, no, you become a Christian and discipleship is something that you grow into. And so we make disciples by, well, people come into faith and then we lead them into discipleship. So it, that, that could be where a massive disconnect is here. If you're saying making disciples is evangelism, then you're saying many Christians here don't even believe in evangelism. They don't even believe it's their job. They don't believe they even have a responsibility. If it's disciple making, 
then many Christians don't even believe that they have a responsibility to find other believers and help them grow in their faith and help them become a disciple. So, yeah, there would, there would be, need to be some clarification in this article. And, well, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I could read more here. That, that's, that's really what it comes down to. So I want to look at it this way. One, there, there's, there's disconnects about so many things. There are disconnects about so many things between the pew and the pulpit. And that that's a podcast episode on its own because I've sometimes like, I just don't know what, what do people want? What are the people? I don't know what, I don't understand people, right? Sometimes as a pastor, you're just like, I just don't get it. I just, I don't know what the people want. I don't know I, what, they don't seem to care. Like, I don't, but in their perspective, they're like, the pastor's just gripey and he's judgmental and he's condemning and he's just upset. And, and it's like, I think there's a disconnect here. Right. And I, and there's always going to be a disconnect. I mean, think about it from a pastoral perspective, right? As a pastor, some point early in your life, you're like, man, I love the Bible. I love theology. I love church history. I love doctrine. I want to study it. I want to study it. I'm going to study it. And I can't wait to be able to teach people. And then the church is going to be made up of people who can't wait to learn it and they can't wait and they're going to be excited. And immediately you realize, wait a minute, your perspective on all of this is very different than the person in the pew. They may not have nowhere near the same excitement, love, or, or, or any a care about half the things you care about. So immediately, you already start up with a disconnect. You already start, start with a disconnect. Now, I, I'm not justifying the disconnect. I'm not condemning the disconnect, but there's a disconnect. And then the pastor may be like, okay, our job is to make disciples, bring people into the kingdom, right? And, and let's also, we cannot ignore another disconnect. The pastor also realizes church doesn't grow. Church goes shrinks. That's his livelihood. That may be, I'm going to have to go find another church because this church is not going to be able to support. The church also has, the pastor has skin in the game, right? He's like, how are we going to pay the bills? How am I going to, how am I going to take care of my family? What if my child needs to go to the doctor? Like the, the church, the pastor also sees church growth as very much tied into his own livelihood and, 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 and having the things he needs, that's, that's a massive disconnect. So the pastor's going to be like, hey, go out there and witness. Go out there and make disciples. Well, because that builds the church. See, there, there can be a disconnect there where the pastor could actually have more fleshly motivations for that, where the person in the pew may have more spiritual motivations. It, it, there's just all kinds of disconnects there. And it's hard not to have that because there's just a whole different world. A person who dedicates their life to ministry, that's their life. The person in the pew who, say, works at a construction job Monday through Friday, 12 hours a day, I mean, he, is he, is he, he's going to have a completely different thinking. And that disconnect creates conflict. So in this case, the pastor is like, hey, guys, go out there and make disciples. Evangelize and help people grow spiritually. And the person in the pew is like, uh, I have a job. I have family have a life. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not so focused in all of this. So I, I think we, I think this really brings into the, the, the idea of, of the disconnect more than anything. But I hope you understand that as a Christian, I believe that you as a Christian, you have a responsibility, not only to be trying to evangelize as you can, but to be discipling people. Helping them grow, 
looking for every opportunity to spiritually, we'll use the word mentorship. I know that's kind of a, a more modern day buzzword, but to, to be walking alongside them, helping them grow, helping them learn how to study the Bible, understand the Bible, helping them, challenging them, holding each other accountable. Christians should be always, in a sense, we're, we're always disciple. Anytime we have any interaction with another Christian, discipleship should be taking place because we're trying to help them grow. We'll have to look at this. The, the article can be found at the Christian Post. Um, it was published yesterday, um, and it's right there. I think it's right close to the top. I think you'll find it. But that's christianpost.com. Uh, again, I, I didn't take everything apart in there, so there's probably maybe some clarifications that they add that I don't have time to get to. I'm just looking at it more as I, just, to me, another example of a disconnect between the people in the pulpit and the people in the pew, and I've always felt that there's a disconnect there. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go eat some fajitas. Now, I've given you some something to think about and discuss. You can let me know what you think. We'll, we'll probably come back to this in some way, shape, or form. Trust me, we'll, we'll get back to it in some way, shape, or form. But I wanted to at least throw it out there. So I'll stop right there. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. And for those in the Discord channel, hang on, copy, go to Discord. Open it up. That's the wrong Discord channel. That's the music Discord channel. They don't care. Okay, here we go. Let's go to the Theology Central Discord channel. There we go. There's the story. Feel free to give your own thoughts and perspective. Maybe I just like the, do you think there's a disconnect between the pulpit and the pew? And what do you think? How could that disconnect ever be fixed? Uh, to me, that's what this is more about. Because I think, I think many Christians, I don't, to be honest, I just don't think they care what the pastor says. They're just going to think the way they want to think. But I know this. I'm thinking right now about the fajitas that I think are downstairs. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go to. All right, everyone have a great day. Uh, we'll be, we'll, we'll be, I'll be back on the air at some point. Everyone have a great day. God bless.